Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to this milestone episode, episode number 50. With today's topic being, sometimes you just got to move forward. Sometimes you just gotta move forward. It's kind of a, I, I just thought of that topic off the top of my head, you know, because it was kind of like, uh, I don't know what today's topic should be. Today's kind of real talk, or I guess it's more real talk, you know, kind of. But, uh, yeah, I apologize about the, the beeping in the background. This truck sometimes, you know, has the, low air pressure warning light or buzzer goes on even though the air pressure is fine I, don't know. I have no idea what the problem is I figured I'm trying to try to stay active get these episodes recorded and stuff even though today I was trying not to talk too much because I'm at the tail end I think I'm finally approaching the tail end of the cold but like you know you know how it is when you're, when you're clearing out the congestion or whatever not just taking the uh, medication for it, but clear, but actually like trying to cough it up and spit it out and all that stuff. And I know not everybody does. I don't think my wife does. I think she uh, she just takes the medication. And um, you know, I wish I could take a photograph here. Actually, I'm leaving the the truck stop up here at uh, you know up in Illinois that I just did swap at, and it kind of yeah hung out a little bit longer than I wanted. But you know, I was kind of like procrastinating, you know, on uh, Instagram and whatnot, just kind of scrolling, watching a couple funny videos. Looks like they got the, I wonder if they got the trailer gone now. Because just to, right around this exit, looks like the uh, truck might have, like, overturned on the uh, the shoulder. Yeah, it looks like they got, well, actually, I mean, can't tell, actually. Yeah, the trailer's gone. They got the trailer out of there. But it looks like they, uh, there was a, well, I guess, no, they got it up on a, they got it hooked to a tow truck. But I thought I saw, like, when I was, like, a few miles away, you know, from, uh, doing the swap, I thought I saw a, uh, like a, a truck towing a, uh, bobtail, you know, which, for those of you not truckers, a bobtail is basically a truck without a trailer. That's why when some of us truckers, we say we're gonna bobtail somebody, some, we're gonna bobtail somewhere, that means that we're basically... We are going to uh, basically just drive without a trailer. We're just going to drive the, just the truck. So even though the pressure is good, <laughs> the warning buzz are still going up. So hopefully in a minute or two. Because when I first started the trip up here, it was beeping at me for probably about 15, 20 minutes. And I'm going, okay, get me shut up. <laughs> so I apologize about that. There's not much I can do about it. I wish I could snip a wire and have it like something. You know, I've been in a truck before that had the the seatbelt sensor went out, so all of a sudden, even though I was buckled in, for literally an entire shift, I was driving on the road with ding, 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 I'm like, oh my god. And I got, I had such a headache after an entire day listening to Dean that I, I messaged my boss when I parked. It was the last, the, the last employer I was with, with uh, FedEx. But 
after I parked for the night, I basically, um, you know, when I went home, I texted my boss. I basically was like, dude, I was like, sir, I, I cannot work another full day like that. I was like, can we please get, can we please get somebody out there to fix it? Oh yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of course. And then I came in and basically he was like, yeah, I wasn't able to get anybody out there, but I want you to, I want you to bobtail over to our, our, our main office and pull into our shop and they'll, they'll take care of it. I'm like, okay. So I came over there and they were like, well, we don't have the, we don't have the parts for it. I'm like, well, crap. I was like, well, what do you want me to do? Because I said, I can't drive, do it on my route, do it on my, uh, my uh, customers I go to. I said, I can't do it with this thing digging in my ear all the time. So they got in, they raised the seat up, and they snipped the wire, basically like, all right, so it's not going to detect if you're not buffing in, but obviously you still have to wear your seatbelt. Like, okay, obviously, of course, you know, but I appreciate it. Thank you. So it stopped, like, it stops registering that there was no belt buckle if I didn't buckle in, which I was, I was, I was wearing my seatbelt when I came out here. It's one of the things I'm kind of slowly getting. My oldest, she buckles up when she's in the car. My youngest, quite a bit, she uh, would get in the car and not buckle up. We'd have to be like, all right, buckle up, everybody. She kind of, it's kind of like 50-50. Like, I'll notice, I'll look over, she'll be, she'll be, you know, ride along with me and not buckle in. But she'll ride in the front seat, so basically the sensor will go off like, dee, dee. And be like, gotta buckle up, bug. Okay, fine. She tries little tricks, like she's trying to sit in a certain angle so that way it like won't register. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, well, I don't want to get into a car accident and have you get killed, so please buckle up. <laughs> but um, uh, so yeah, you know, the inspiration for tonight's topic is kind of on a financial side because like I did that extra day last week where I uh, I came in at work Monday, ran this load on Monday, which thankfully this week. Um, we didn't work Monday, so I had Sunday Monday off. But Sunday, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of looking forward to getting past the holiday season because, because I'd rather be off and not worry that I'm gonna get a phone call. You know, I don't think I could be on call. I think that would never really suck. Work at a job where you basically you're off, but they're getting, oh, we can call you in though. Oh fuck, okay. So Sunday, I was like, because I mean, last week when I worked Monday, I like Saturday night, I told my boss, I said. Please let me know ahead of time if we're working Monday because I don't want to really wake up on you know Monday afternoon to, to a text message or a call. Like, by the way, we're running. Ah man. So, so I asked him on Sunday. I said, "Have you heard anything about tomorrow?" He goes, "Nope, not yet." Very cool. And Monday, I never heard anything either. So I was like, "Cool, I'm off." So enjoyed my my little beverages and whatnot. But moving forward with the the diabetes with the diabetes diagnosis. Finally, uh, I got into the um, see the endocrinologist on Monday. Pretty nice lady, but at the same time, pretty hardcore. Like I noticed, she's not one that have one of. She seemed like somebody who you could, you could joke around with too easily because she was that serious, you know. And I was like, the, the, even to the point where when she when it tore later on in the appointment, we were talking and like I was trying to light the mood, she just wasn't having it. And so then she'd ask me a question. I like, do you understand the such and such? And I said, I literally, was, I didn't even catch myself until I said it. I was like, yes, ma'am. And I was like, that's ah, probably a little more formal than she wanted, but it just kind of like came out because I'm like, I'm like, obviously, she, she don't want to fuck with her. So nice lady, though. But um, so yeah, got a you know a little more direction on like other stuff, other treatments we're doing. And, 
I was worried because I guess when they did the initial blood work uh, back when I first you know, first established my primary care doctor, um, and he did blood work. To, that's when he got the diabetes diagnosis. I guess like the doctor this week, the the endocrinologist, she asked me, she was, did he talk to you about your liver? And I'm like, no. He just mentioned that I had a diabetes diagnosis. Haven't heard other shit. I'm hoping this, because uh, I mean, the, literally the pressure's at full, full strength right now. So it's like, why is it still beeping? I don't get it. It's fucking truck, man. Fucking truck. <laughs> but um, so she was like, yeah, your uh, your liver enzymes are actually really high with your liver, and that could be the fatty liver, you know, because of the, the diabetes, or it could be an alcoholic liver. Like, do, you, do you drink? And I was like, I only drink if I do off. I don't really drink anything heavy, like too heavy. I'm, I'm doing like two 24 ounce cans of Mike's Hard lemonade, and you know, I do uh, the light margarita mix from Jose Cuervo that's got the sugar free option. And she was, oh, okay, that's not bad. She was, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna run blood, I'm gonna run more blood today, and I'm, I'm gonna check to see because if, if it looks worse, then we're probably gonna have to put you on insulin. And I would recommend like, cutting out the drink altogether. I said, what if it looks like what if it looks better after this past month or so of being on you know metformin? She said, well if it looks better, then obviously we're just gonna get we're gonna go down the current path. Like we're not gonna worry about the insulin and obviously I won't be worried about your liver if it looks better. If it looks better, it's because it's probably because of you know the fact that it was probably looking really bad because of the diabetes. And I was like, alright, cool. I was worried because I thought it's gonna if it came back and she was like, Yeah, your liver's looking worse, we gotta do the shot, the, the insulin shots, and you can't drink at all. And I'm like I told her initially when she was gonna do the test, I was like, I'll admit I'm a little bummed. I'm a little bummed about the idea, the possibility of not being able to drink because like uh, my job's pretty stressful and things at home are pretty stressful too and I you know you know, I that's my way of letting loose and unwind or whatever. But she's like, Well, I mean you could probably have like one drink. But she goes, but if it, if it looks worse, then your liver is damaged and you, you want to get ahead of it now versus like, you don't want to, like, she's got too many people wait until like they, they're experiencing organ failure and then they try to change their ways and by that point it's too late. You know, people, they're like people who are going through dialysis and stuff, the kidneys or whatever, they, uh, you know, they, I think for the kidneys, but when they go through dialysis, um, they, then they have a really great diet, but by that point it's too late. There's nothing they can do. I'm like, oh yeah, well. So I thought, well, I'll wait, see what the, see what it comes back as. You know, so um, I had a best, and I, I signed up on this. Um, I guess when I checked in, it's the funny thing too. Like at my appointment, I was told 1:30 this at, or 1:30 the afternoon on Monday. So I was there at like 1:15, you know, trying to get there. Cause I literally I set my alarm for like 12:30, got up. You know, didn't even make anything to eat. Literally just grabbed an apple on my way out, grabbed my water bottle, and headed out. We were having our grandson's uh, birthday party that day. And so I thought, well, 1.30 appointment, I should should be able to get done and get back there. And actually, I mean, it was just out in the park, I guess. It was literally just us. And, like, the other grandparents showed up. One of them. Anyway, not the baby dad or the stepmom. You know, they didn't come. Oh, he has to work, and oh, she was. I don't know where she is. Like, okay, whatever. But so 
So I got there at one at one fifteen, and the airbase like, oh, your appointment's actually two thirty, but we'll try to see if they can get you back there early. And I'm like, cool, all right. So I filled out all the stuff. I checked in on the little tablet that they gave you. Ooh, man, really hope this uh, beeping stops. Starting to get a little bit of a headache. <laughs> but uh, got all checked in and stuff, and uh, it was probably like. I didn't. I don't think I got called back there until 2:45, and then even I was back there. First, I saw the, the like the lady that brought me back there, uh, one of the nurses or whatever. You know, she was, we're gonna test your blood, so did the finger prick. She checked my my blood sugar, which I guess was like 140 or something, 145 or whatever. She goes, okay, that's not bad. She goes, we want it to be less than 150, like 100, 100. I guess it was like 138 actually. We want it to be like between 100. Less than 200, but ideally between 100 and 150, you know, preferably. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. So that's good then. She goes, yeah, that's good. Did you eat anything today? I'm like, I had an apple on the way here. Uh, other than that, I've had I've had water because I've been here now like like almost two hours. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. But then that's when the, the doctor came in after a little while and she was talking to me, whatever. And funny thing was, she's got, <laughs> you know, she gave me these weekly shots I gotta do. I'll have a weight loss, but I guess it's for diabetes. And uh, and also the, the blood test, like, meter, you know, for me to check my blood. But, of course, it comes with the little needles. But it, I didn't get uh, test strips. So I've got a way to test my blood, but I don't have the, the test strips to do it. So I was told, oh, they should be over at the pharmacy. But if they're not, you can have them email, and she'll send over a prescription. I'm like, all right. Went over, picked up some scooper, some uh, some more metformin and blood pressure med today, and asked the lady at the counter. I said, I also need like I've got this kind of meter, but I don't have test strips for it. So I was like, how, like I'm assuming like how much are they over the counter? And she's like, well, this box is like 50 bucks. This one's 100. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, and I'm assuming insurance will cover it unless it's prescribed, right? She goes, yeah. I'm like, well, then I'm gonna have to probably. I was like, can you email? My doctor and she's like we can't like you have to message them or whatever and i'm like huh well the clinic's closed so i can't do anything right now so when i was parked at the the swap location i went ahead and uh the late because i had a, also the on wednesday i had a nutritionist appointment so that was that was interesting you know that was a, that was a virtual thankfully that was one o'clock in the afternoon i was like oh man i gotta get up so thankfully with the virtual appointment i literally woke up like 12.55, threw out a shirt, and, uh, you know, so I was already in shorts, so I basically just threw out a shirt, but, you know, straightened my hair up a little bit, and hit the join on Google Beat, or, like, Meet, Apps, or, but it's like Google Beat or something, I don't know. Never done it before, but I was like, man, that was actually pretty cool, like, literally hit join, and she popped right up on the screen, like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, that was quick. I was expecting, like, dialing or connecting. No, it was just, hey, you're here. Asking me a bunch of questions about like, like, well, do you, do you eat a lot of snacks between when you pick up and when you deliver? I'm like, not really. I was like, I'm usually just drinking water, you know. I said lately, I tried to, I'm, since the diagnosis, I'm trying to do oatmeal first thing, and uh, and then lately, I try to, I try to prepare meals ahead of time. Like I said lately, it's the Parmesan crushed chicken breast with like quinoa, or tonight it actually, tonight's batch, I had uh, broccoli and cheese rice with it. A little bit more carbs probably than I wanted, but I forgot I, I, I 
I did rice or whatever in one of them until I popped it open and put it in the microwave. Oh yeah, oh there's one with broccoli cheese rice. I forgot about that. So basically, like, oh yeah, we want you to keep like thirty, like thirty bit, you know, grams of uh, uh, carbs or less per meal. And then the nutritionist was like, I'll even be a little, little flexible and lenient with you, like give you thirty to forty-five carbs per meal, but no more than that. I'm like, so, and I had, I think I had one this week, but like one thing that was like forty-seven, like forty-six or forty-seven. I looked at the carb count. Yeah. That's, that's close enough. Obviously, if it was like 55 or 60, I'd be like, no, that's too far away. But if it's like one or two grams off from the 45, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to worry about that. That's fine. Especially because she asked me, do you do a lot of sugar stuff? I'm like, not really. I was like, if I did sweet stuff at all, I'd use some drinks. Like sodas or whatever. But I said, even then, I'm not really big on, on the sodas or whatever. Hey, awesome. It stopped. Watch it start up again. That's what it did on the way first half an hour of my trip coming up here it beeped for a while and then it would stop because of course traffic would slow down a little bit so then it would start beeping again and then it would stop see <laughs> i'm like motherfucker <laughs> there's no reason why it should be beeping it's not low that over 100 psi it's like come on in. i'm short tonight we got a we came up with a uh Seven doubles, and the Minnesota crew came down with one double or one uh, pup trailer. So I'm coming back with a small trailer. It's all good, but ooh, we do approaching this uh, truck pulling a trailer with a boat on it. It's got a couple of like two boaters, has twins on the back of it. It's like a little panel on the back of the boat. Looks like the boat might have a little compartment on the, you know, it's one of those where it's a little bit taller and it has like a window on the side so it might have a little compartment in the bottom of the boat you know for like or a little area where the you know the captain or whoever could actually like come and hang out you know wouldn't mind owning a boat someday you know i don't know about being out in the open ocean but i wouldn't mind having a boat being like lakes or rivers or whatnot like a small yacht you know friend of mine I hadn't heard from in a while, the guy from the uh, previous uh, Minnesota crew, good old Dell. I actually heard from him last night. I was like, his number popped up. I was like, holy shit. Hey, man, how's it going? I was like, I didn't recognize your number because I have saved kind of the same as I have the new, uh, they're both like FedEx Swap and like he uses like FedEx Swap and his name. And then the other one's FedEx Swap, St. Paul, married couple. <laughs> Now I know their names, but when I saved that number, I had no idea what their names were because they, they told me. But I'm horrible with names right off the bat. Like, I could be somebody like, hey, I'm John. Well, that's the name I'll remember, like, really quick. But unless it's, like, a name that sticks out, I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. Then I'll meet them next time. But hey, how's it going? Totally, like, I have no clue what their name is. Not me being a dick. It's just how it is. Just, you know. But <laughs> it's, like, last week, at one point in the middle of the week, I... I asked the, uh, as you can tell, you might be able to hear, it's actually pretty windy out. I almost feel like the door's gonna get ripped off the hinges here, you know. Or I feel like it's, I feel like the door's partly open because it's doing the, like, oh crap. All right, dude, you verged down the highway and now speed up. Like, literally, he's matching my speed. I'm like, dude, come on, nice one. Turn your light off inside your cab, whatever you're doing, and then start driving. 
little Chevrolet pickup. The good old Tommy Boy. It's like that, you know the, where he was singing that little song, Fat Guy in a Little Coat. And his, his friend was like, you're gonna kick your ass, man. Fat Guy in a Little Coat. Little trucks like this, they're passing, I'm like, Big Guy in a Little Truck. <laughs> I'm weird, you guys can say it, it's all good. That's what I'm all about, man. Keep it real. With you guys, good quality, uh, good quality um, content out here. Make you guys laugh a little bit sometimes, you know. See, look, they slow down or I can't act like that. I just realized, I said, hey, see, look. And I was like, wait, you guys can't because you guys are on the uh, podcast. That's <laughs> like talking to a blind person. Oh my God, you see that? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. You're an asshole, man. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think about it when I said. It. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he literally like I started to pass him because he wasn't going fast enough. And then all of a sudden, accelerates and just takes off. And I'm like, there you go. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm like, I've I've got my cruise control set. I'm good. Like, I'm not gonna slow down for you. But if you slow down, I'm going by it. Names of the rules. <laughs> Oh man, so, so yeah, tonight I went ahead and, uh, well, I mean, well, thankfully with the, uh, the nutritionist, it didn't, uh, like, I was worried I was going to go because I'm going, what is the more they going to tell me not to eat, blah, blah, She, it's funny thing was, she didn't tell me not to drink at all. She basically, I told her, I told her, yeah, I only drink on my days off. She was, well, I do the bikes hard, the 24 ounce can. She's like, do they have the sugar-free option of those? I said, I don't think so. I said, but I'm looking. I was like, if I can find them, I'll get them, but I don't think they do. I'll look around, though, because they, they might have them. I know when you, anytime you look at any of the stores, they, I, don't, I don't think I ever see sugar-free bikes hard, but I, I found it online, so I'm like, I might have to order that. But Of course, she was like, well, I mean, there's seltzers and stuff that those have look, look like no sugar or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, but those taste like shit. <laughs> I mean, most of them. There's some of them that like the the heart, the heart seltzer or whatever. That you know, as long as you get a good flavor, like like citrus, like tangerine, orange, cherry, something like that, then they're not bad. You have the the carbonated water, you know, with the alcohol, whatever, and it actually has the flavor. But if you like lemon lime, it's like you barely taste it. Literally, just tastes like like soda water with the hint of lemon lime and it happens to be alcoholic and I'm like yeah I'm one of those like I want to actually not only drink to enjoy what I'm drinking but you know that's why I get the I want to actually feel it a little bit without having to drink a whole bunch you know so I get the 24 ounce cans that have 8 or 10 percent alcohol in them and I get two of them do two of them on Saturday on Sunday and two of them on Monday and then I do my margarita mix on both those days or whatever you know maybe I'll have a couple of beers that are in the fridge, so I might do those and then do like one one beer, you know. So I'm like, by the end of the night, I'm like, woohoo, feel pretty good. Not shit faced by any means, and definitely I'm over it by the next morning for sure, you know. But, but surprisingly, with the um, nutritionist, she, uh, you know, seemed to think I was actually doing uh, a, a pretty good job with things that I've been trying to do. She gave me a few pointers. Like, she's like, well, like, 
because I was like, I, I told her, I was like, one of the things I'm thinking about doing since it's not bread, like going and getting like those burritos from like Chipotle or Blue Coast with like the like steak or chicken or whatever and you get like rice all the veg or whatever and, and then heating up that and, and that would be a little healthier and she was well yeah but the problem is, is the tortilla because with the tortilla it's like 50 the total gram, like grams of carb is like 50 something like 55 or whatever or 60 for one burrito and i'm like oh crap she goes but if you do it without the if you do it with just the the bowl and not the tortilla like do a burrito bowl without all the ingredients in there then it's like 40 something i'm like she goes so that you could do I'm like okay she goes i'm just killing you aren't i I'm like no no not really I, I was like this is all like good information you know i was like i'm, I'm trying to do the best i'm trying to make good decisions and you're giving me advice on that so and i was like you're not telling me i can't eat things i'm eating you're just telling me that you know i gotta modify it slightly and i'm like i'm, I'm cool with that i'm like, I'd rather make a modification on something to be able to eat more, you know, get a little more full, but not have as many carbs, not have to worry about, you know, still have, you know, be working on, basically be trying to, try to get the diabetes under control. I'm like, I'm at like 115 PSI right now, and I'm like, I don't know why, or like 120 PSI, I don't know why it's still beeping. I wish I could just tap on it and be like, shut up! That I was not planning for the thing to be beeping the entire podcast episode, but you know how it is, man. Gotta do, gotta do. So, yeah, the wife texted me something about it. it's outside, it's a start. I'm like, uh, what's a start? I don't know what you're talking about. Probably there's a little project that she's working on. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, cool. So, guys out there, like, do you, do you have the same issue with your wives where, like, they expect you to notice everything? You know, like, my wife, I swear, it's like, um, literally, she'll go get her hair, hair color done. And sometimes, if it's quite a bit different, like, she goes from red to, like, neon yellow or blue or something. I might notice, but if she goes from like red to a little bit different shade of red, and then I come in the room, and of course I've got like 50 things on my mind all the time, because of course trying to take care of, you know, being the major breadwinner, trying to make sure everything's covered, trying to make sure things like payments are made, things aren't going to get shut off, cars aren't going to get repossessed, whatever. So I'm not even thinking about like, hey, I should look at people's hair and notice stuff. I'm thinking, all right, got to get up and get ready and go to work, you know. I keep doing the grind. My wife will look at me like, could you please notice something? Hey, thank God it stopped again. I see if it stays off this time. It's so much nicer when there's no beep, 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 beep. I'm like, I'm like, please quit beeping. I mean, heck, so that, that tells you how far I got. I'm basically about, oh, okay. I almost want to tell the boss, like, can you guys have this truck checked out? Like, see if there's an air leak because uh, it randomly just beeps for half an hour and then shuts up for a while. You know? Like, yeah, man. Supposedly, as of like, I don't know, two or so months back, I was told that, well, we're getting in new trucks. We're replacing all the older ones, like yours, and 745 and 742. And, you know, we're replacing them with brand new 
you know, Volvo sleeper cabs for the, especially the dedicated that are like yours that are longer. I was like, cool, all right. I was under the impression it was going to be like a month or two, but it's like been two or three months. And I'm like, hey, uh, any idea when those, like, when are you guys getting those trucks? Oh, when they come in. Okay. I was, like, I was just curious. No need to be a dick. <laughs> I didn't say the last part, too. This is my boss. I was like, no. I was like, okay, I was just curious. He's probably annoyed. I was like, hey, when are the trucks coming in? When we get them? Really? Okay. Well, thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry for asking the question. <laughs> you know how it is, guys, when you don't even want to ask a question because you're like you're afraid you're gonna like you're gonna like get pissy with it or something. You know. Whether it's like Jim, don't get me wrong, my boss is a nice guy, you know, but I definitely don't want to fuck with him when he's uh you know, I don't want to make him angry. Cause I can tell just talking to him when he talks about how like certain people did certain things and he had to watch the cameras or he had to he had a fire a fire driver because based on such and such and I was like yeah I'm gonna try not to get on your bad side these fire drivers were like just asking for like they, they didn't want to run the shift that night because their load canceled and he offered him another load he's like no I'll just take the, the week off pay or the day off pay he's like that's not how it works and he fired him I'm like wow okay I'm like I've I think I've only technically turned down one load because he didn't call me until like 15 minutes. He told me, give me till eight o'clock at night. Like, like or 8.30, and I'll let you know, like if they got anything. All right, well, 8.15 came along, I'm thinking about that point. Eh, probably don't have anything. And so, um, 8.15 comes along and I'm already like, I've popped up at a mic's hard. I'm like, fuck it, might, might as well. Even though I could have probably, I could have still technically still driven. You know how it is. Like it was, it's not that high of alcohol content. I technically could have still been fine. But being a driver, I was like, I ain't gonna risk it. So when he finally called me at 8:15 and I saw his number pop, I'm like, oh fuck. Like, hey, how quick can you get to the get to the Nashville hub? I'm like, well, it's a funny story about that. I don't think I can do it today. He said, what do you mean? I was like, well, because I didn't think you're gonna, I didn't think we're gonna have anything. So I went ahead and I just literally had half a uh, half a drink. I told you to give me till 8.30. It's like, Jimmy, it's been like, that's like 15 minutes. Like, it's like 1 o'clock when you told me to hey, give me till 8, 8.30. And here we are 15 minutes away, and now you're telling me I have a load? So I was like, next time I'll wait till 8.31. <laughs> he said, all right, I'll call someone else. I'll, I'll get back I'll cut, I'll get back in touch with you. I'm like, all right, cool. So I thought, shit, am I getting fired for that? Because, yeah, I load, I didn't, I wasn't able to do it. So I was like, well, technically, I didn't do anything wrong because, you know, I was home, my load wasn't running, and he was trying to find something for me, so as far as I as far as I knew, I was off. So Oh well. But so tonight I uh I messaged um the email it wasn't the same it wasn't the nutritionist, but it was there was a different lady that set up that, that appointment. Her email was on there, so I went ahead and emailed her and said, Is there a way for me to get in touch with my um endocrinologist? And ask her to prescribe some test strips because I said the ones I that I asked about at Publix at the pharmacy were like fifty to hundred bucks. And I was like, that's ah, a little too rich for my blood right now. Too many bills that went out, or too many too much stuff that has to get done. So we'll see what happens. Otherwise, I'll try to call sometime tomorrow because they when I went to the pharmacy, they were on like the like the doctor's office I go to it was already closed. So. I tried to call him thinking I'll leave a message. 
you know, like call and leave a voicemail so that way they can get back to me the next day. But basically, it was if you were calling about appointments or blah blah blah, please call back. Had all options for everything else, but there's no please leave a message and we'll get back to you tomorrow. So I'm like, well, that sucks. I don't know, you guys should have a voicemail so that way patients can call and be like, yeah, this is so-and-so, my birthday, and such and such. Uh, can you please have Dr. So-and-so send over a refill? Since I work nights, so it's like, I'm not too available during the daytime too often to make phone calls or go do appointments. So it's like, I mean, I do them, but it's like, it's all good, you know, but... So, um, keeping the meds going, and I'm on the shot, and I'm just trying to get the blood test strips so I can test on my blood sugar. You know, be logging that and everything. But being that, like, literally the day after, I think it was like Tuesday, I got a message on the this app that I went ahead and created an account. It's connected with my medical history with with that doctor's office. And I get best, I guess apparently I get messages from them. <laughs> and so I saw a message from my uh, endocrinologist. Basically, she was like, so you're a little bit low on your, or you're a little bit deficient on your vitamin D. So I recommend getting over the counter, you know, this many milligrams per day, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, she goes, but all other, all the other labs look good. And I thought, cool. Then I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, you know, quit doing what I'm doing on my days off because I, I told her when I was when I had the appointment I was like I don't do anything hard I just do I said I used to do fireball all the time and I still love fireball I just don't do it as much as I did before you know and if I do do it you know sometimes I'll switch back and forth like I do fireball with like Diet Dr. Pepper but you know you can really feel like shit the next day after doing fireball and I before <laughs> feel great in the moment though but the next day I'm like oh my god not like hungover, like you're gonna throw up or whatever, but just feel like crap, you know. Unless you can manage to like drink plenty of water afterwards. I don't know, I haven't done it since, I don't think I've done it since I've switched my blood pressure meds, because um, I had, when I, when I went in to see the, the primary care initially, and he was gonna do the blood work, I told him, I said, I've been off my blood pressure meds for about a month because when I was on them, they're all diuretics and I was having trouble sleeping because I'd be up every two hours. Hell, I couldn't, like, it was it was bad enough to I'd get out here on the road and I'd be like, I would go an hour, hour and a half, not even an hour and a half, and I would have to pull over and basically hit the bathroom. And we're talking like it felt like you drink a gallon of water each time, every, every hour that you wait, it felt like you went a gallon of water because you're like, you just, you're going, you know, too much information, but it'd be like your pee's crystal clear, and you're going for like probably a good minute and a half. And I'm like, I haven't even drank this much, so I don't even know how I'm peeing this much this often. But then, of course, he he was like, well, which meds are you on? I said, I showed him to him. Like, the, I had a picture of all the bottles. And he goes, well, this one, the like that bed, bed right there out of those three, I would recommend we keep you on that one and we fix the other two. Because the other two were definitely diuretics, but that one isn't. And, you know, even though your blood pressure is pretty good, it's a little bit high, let's go ahead and keep you on that one. So that will give you a little bit of a little bit of assistance. Oh, all right, cool. And then I noticed when I started taking it or whatever, I didn't start having any, having to get up in the middle of the night issues. 
So I've been able to get my eight to ten hours of sleep without having to get up out of bed, which I, which is the first time in like, like this past couple weeks I've been doing it. It's the first time in like a year and a half probably that I've actually gotten like regular sleep. Versus like, hey guys, what? I go to bed at five a.m. I'm up at seven. Back to bed. Up at eight thirty, nine o'clock. Back to bed. Up at eleven. Back to bed. Up at one thirty. Literally half hour before my alarm. Which you know, guys, that really sucks. When you, have, when you get up and have to go to the bathroom and it's like 20 or 30 minutes before you're even supposed to wake up and I'm like, well, I can't go back to bed now. Because uh, now it's, what's the point, right? You know, I got like 20 minutes. Okay, cool. I'm gonna lay back down, fall back asleep for 10 minutes and beep, beep, beep. <sighs> yeah, I'm just gonna go back to sleep. Another hour shouldn't hurt. Hey, you're late for work. Fuck. <laughs> so, you know, Moving forward, of course, you know, apparently the metformin's helping, um, which he put me on the weight loss shot. And I always thought when they were, I thought they were literally weight loss shots. I guess they're literally meant for diabetic patients. Hey, that's why insurance, if they're prescribed for weight loss, insurance won't cover them at all. But they will if you're, if you have a diabetes diagnosis. So like, I'm, it's in the it's in the pending stages on my at my pharmacy like when I log in it shows like which uh, medications I had available that had actually refilled that were ready for pickup and I have the one that's processing or whatever it's the, the, the weight loss shot and I was like cool alright but she, she basically was like well it sure it's, it should cover it but let me know if it doesn't and I'll get you on a different one but that's the best one so I want to get you on that one if possible but alright cool but, uh, so I'm on that. I'm on the other beds. Drinking most of the water during the week. Bringing food with me to eat up instead of like <laughs> the hot pockets I really that I've been doing for like the past month or so before I saw the endocrinologist. After I got the, you know, after having that appointment that night, Tuesday, I went ahead, you know, when I brought up the food to eat up, I pulled one of the Hot Pockets out of the freezer. I thought, I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to look at the, the, the nutritional stuff in the back. <laughs> 60, 60 grams of carbs for one hot, for the one. I mean, these are the big Hot Pockets. The smaller ones are probably, you know, probably a little more doable. But I'm like, yeah, but I get the big ones because I'm, I'm hungry, man. You know, like... And even the bigger ones, I still get about still get a bag of chips with it. But now I'm not doing that. I'm just bringing the food, which I guess helps financially because I'm not having to go in and buy something. I'm just going in, hit the bathroom, fill my water bottles, eat up my food, come back to the truck, and while I'm eating, go ahead and put the stuff and the load information and stuff in the computer, so that way I'm good to go. That way I can keep receiving that bonus every month, you know, because when we're doing the pre-trip inspections and we're taking the photos and putting everything in the computer, as long as we're doing all that, we get a, a bonus based on the mileage that the truck runs per month, so. So I think, yeah, no, the November's bonus, because I, October, because I had that week off in October, I got a smaller bonus in uh, November, but I've been running regular this month, or, I ran regular in November. Didn't, I don't think we had. Yeah, I don't think we had a, a single day off except for like uh, Black Friday. But we ran on. Um, we ran on Thanksgiving, so 
lose it that one day, it wasn't really gonna be too big of a deal, you know. So looking forward to those bonuses. I know one of the other things about moving forward is uh I hadn't had a local bank account for a while, which God, was a struggle when we got that uh, that um, legal settlement check. And I was trying to figure out, okay, how can we how can we get this on a like how can we get this into a bank account? It was a Bank of America check, so I was able to go to Bank of America and cash it. It was like fifty six hundred bucks, but um, I didn't have an account with them. So I couldn't do a cashier's check and then try to deposit that through PayPal and get that over to Cash App or whatever. But, uh, you know, uh, ended up basically with just a bunch of cash on me when we went on our trip. And, uh, which worked out, you know. Of course, within two weeks, I've paid a little bit towards rent, other bills, getting a battery for my truck. and paid for the hotel and all that stuff literally within two weeks that money was gone you know but man, you know, I figured as much that's why I didn't worry about it on the trip because I was like look like I haven't had a break in two years might as, I know it's gonna suck to be broke but might as well live it up you know so when we came back I've been trying to figure out alright I need to get something local so that way whenever that might happen as far as the next time I get a like a, a big check like that. And that, um, you know, I'll have a way to, to deposit locally and not have to worry about it. Because all my, like, I have one bank that's out of state. It's in Massachusetts or whatever. And, um, and then one bank that, well, everything else was like cash app and paypal pretty much but i applied with us bank got uh, got denied and then i applied with bank of america and of course do you want to open a savings account too like sure i was like i'm not gonna get approved i'm probably gonna, you know gonna, gonna get denied i was like congratulations you're approved holy shit so the wife and i have had some fights since you know because i didn't add her immediately to it you know because i just applied with my information she asked me, did you add me? I'm like, no, I didn't, because I didn't think I'd get approved. And then it was still a fight for a little bit, since I've had the account for two weeks. And, uh... And then I found out I kind of was able to stop the argument for a minute. I was like, love, I can't even add you myself anyway. She said, why not? I'm like, because we have to literally go into the banking branch and add you that way. Oh, okay. So... So then, you know, part of the moving forward things like, you know, our rent standard two grand, it's like nineteen hundred something. But paid, we got to pay it by the tenth, and then we still get charged late fee and all that stuff. But at least we avoid them sending it over to the attorney and whatnot, as long as we pay it by the tenth. But last week I had sent four fifty over, and this week I had told her I was going to send four fifty over to her because she usually takes care of the rent herself. And then I thought I wasn't sure how much she moved over from her, moved over from her check to the cash app savings part and then we had gotten a little bit of assistance from the other grandparents on the first so we had to check from them and um, so I sent 450 while I was at the gas station gassing up this morning and um, you know then sent her because she gets paid bi-weekly so I was like well she's going to ask her for gas money and 
money for for Red Bulls or whatever. So I went ahead and sent her fifty. She's like, is, is that gas money? I'm like, yeah. That Red Bulls. I know you guys. I know you're gonna need them. So felt pretty good about it though. Thought you know, four fifty. All right, cool. Right, it's gonna get paid. Whatever. I get home, I back in because she, her, my my youngest. She takes the uh, kiddo down to the bus stop before she heads off to work. Drops her off at the bus stop. They're still parked in, the, in her car, like letting the windows defrost or whatever. And, uh, you know, she rolls down the window. She's like, I texted you. I'm like, ah, I didn't see it yet. I literally just was driving on the way back. And she shows me the uh, the rent statement on my account. And she goes, yeah, we're still, like, we still need $400. I'm going, what? She goes, yeah, like, we're at 1850 unless you want me to pay the full 1900 that I have on me. With the 50 you sent me, you know, but otherwise we need like 400 because like 2,270. I'm like, motherfucker. I was like, son of a bitch, motherfucker. I was like, ah, man, are you kidding me, man? And she's like, say, yeah, no, I know. I'm like, yeah, but like, she said, well, what are we gonna do? I'm like, well, like, you don't have it. I was like, I made technically made an extra, I had an extra day last week and I was, I, my, my plan working any, you know, this holiday month or whatever. I'm like, any, well, I guess even past that. Any day I do past my five, if I do a six day, I'm figuring that's savings, you know? Like, I'm going to throw that in the savings account. You know, the plan right now is to let the savings account grow. Anything I save, like two-thirds of it in savings and one-third in checking and let savings grow. And as soon as, like, checking gets, like, different thresholds, like, first first goal is to get it to 1,050 so I can could, I could basically take care of the... Um, windows on on the car that had the windows shattered because of the apartment's tree falling on it but they're like just call your insurance you bastards i'm like it was your tree that busted my my, my car up oh it's a snack of god that's what we should follow that so just go ahead call your insurance and follow it with them uh my insurance will cover that shit but like so i'm like all right you know but uh So, ooh, yeah, you know. So let's see, got a little, little bit of a, uh, a brain fart there. It's like, what was I talking about? <laughs> so yeah, right. Okay, there we go. You know, but so I told, I mean, the end of my day, I'm like, well, I can't think about this right now. Like, I have to go in and get some sleep. You know. And, Doing a quick little, uh, little, I have a little notebook. I started a new journal recently, whatever. Only have a few entries in it so far. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do it real quick. Not write a full-on entry, but do like a couple updates. Like, Allie and Salix are doing good. Like, Allie's modified the dining room into a, into a bedroom pretty pretty well. Like, looking pretty good in there. This has happened, that's happened, whatever. And then while I'm writing that up, because of course I'm texting the wife, going like, I'm just really pissed off because like, literally... I felt good sending that 450 over to you. And then, uh, then I'm told, oh, we need another 400. I'm like, well, what do we do? We don't have 400. I'm like, well, like, we can't. That's a, that's the thing about them. It's like, if we if we have less than a $200 balance with them, then we're good. Like, we won't get, like, evicted or whatever. But they won't take checks in the freaking office. Like, we have, if we have to pay with a check, we have to mail them a check. And the, 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 the company that we mail it to from the apartment complex is in Florida. And I'm like, 
and it has to be there to be processed before the 10th. Otherwise, they go ahead and send it to the attorney. And I'm like, so if you guys get the money and it processes on like the 11th, you guys will still try to evict us, even though you guys have the money on. I'd be like, ah, no, you guys took our money. So if you're going to evict us, give us that two grand back or whatever it is, you know? I tried to email them to ask them, like, if, if we could get you like 2075 right now. That would be within 200. Like, how would we do that? Because you guys don't accept checks except sending them down to Florida. And she's like, yeah, it has to be sent down there. And uh, it has to be processed by the 10th, blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, when can you make the other payment? Because I was like, well, if we can get it within $200, we can pay the remaining part next week. I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, how could I not pay another 400 try to hold on to some funds in general for the other stuff that I had planned for the week. But then it was like, well, crap, they, there's no, there's no options. So, I was like, oh, well, whatever, you know. So, my wife came home, you know, literally like a little ways before my alarm was going to go off. She's like, lays on me or whatever. I'm like, okay, all right. Like, I can't, I'm sleeping, you know. Because then I was like, man, watching me like 20 minutes before my alarm and you're like waking me up. I'm like, damn it. Bitch, just kidding. <laughs> I didn't get to sleep till seven, after seven. So that's why I was like, had my alarm set for like 10 till three. Cause I was like, well, I gotta get over to Publix to go ahead and get a, you know, get my uh, prescriptions refilled, pick up a couple things, try to get the test strips if I could, which that didn't work out. And uh, so we're in the, we're in the bedroom. You know, we're talking a little bit. She's asking me about, like, well, like, she really wants to be on those accounts. And I'm thinking, like, what's the big deal? Like, we had our paychecks go to our separate cash apps, which, of course, we had to fight all the way here from when I was on my way up to Illinois today. She got on the phone with me or whatever. And, like, we're both half the cold. So, like, I'm trying not to squeak when I'm talking. But when she was yelling at me on the phone, it was like, what? like high pitch squeak because her voice is cracking I'm like you're the one yelling at me like you're the one yeah you're losing your voice because of how you're screaming at me and it's you know like I'm just talking to your voice you know I might have yelled a little bit but but the whole financial thing about the us going on our individual cash apps we recall differently I'm gonna put it that way because I basically I remember back when I, I switched to I think Johnson pretty sure when I switched to Johnson. Um, maybe not. I don't know if it was with Johnson or with my current one. I know, you know, um, pretty sure is when I went to Johnson. I had it set for Cash App because I thought maybe because Cash App, my daughter gets paid on Cash App and when she would get her paychecks. Her and my wife worked at the same place. Like, my daughter would get paid Wednesday night, and my, my wife wouldn't get paid until Friday, like I would, because we had our regular bank. So, I remember coming to my wife before I started with Johnson and asking, him, asking her, you know, what do you think about us moving our direct deposits to Cash App so that way we get paid earlier? You know, and I, I don't have to wait up till like 4 a.m. on Friday morning until the paycheck hits and get the bills paid. I can just. We have the cards locked, paycheck will hit, we'll pay the bills the next day, whatever. She goes, yeah, sounds good. But the story tonight now, <laughs> you know, she's being like, no, 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 you moved your money over to Cash App and then mine was still going to the joint bank account. 
And I was like, well, crap, I might as well go ahead and take mine. You took, he took his, I might as well take mine too. And I'm like, that's not how it went down. I was like, I remember coming to her and asking her, but she apparently doesn't remember that. She thinks I basically was like, I'm moving my money to cash out. I was like, no, I came to you and asked you because I thought, well, we could get paid early and we wouldn't have to worry about waiting up because like we had some electronic stuff to electronically draft from our account. And so I was trying to catch things before it would do that. Because otherwise, I'd wake up in the morning, you know, with it going to the regular bank, and I'd wake up, and we'd already have, like, a couple hundred dollars down because this bill hit and that bill hit. We'd have our cards locked, but it would be, like, the EFT, the fund, electronic check or electronic funds transfer. So I was like, oh, crap. So thankfully, a lot of that is under control now. But I guess she really wants to be on the account because she feels like, wow, it's really, really hurt. It's really hurtful that you that you set up a, like a local checking and savings account and I'm not on it. You know, basically you want to keep it keep it separate. And I'm like, I want to have it there because I, I want to start planning, like start putting money away for the future. And I know that me as a financial nerd and my wife is a free and a financial free spirit. I worry about, you know, that's my, that's, I'm like, the way I look at that, I'm like, look, like I'm so worried about there being like, let's say I get up to ten grand in the account or more, and we have a tight week. I have, I have a suspicion that you know, after adding her to the account, that you know, that we'll have a week like that. And she'll be like, well, we have ten thousand in savings. Let's like, that's there if we need it. Let's tap that. I'll be like, no. And I told her that on the phone. I said, that's my worry. I said, I don't want to have that conversation because then. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna suggest it. I might be tempted to do it because yeah, I've been feeling the pinch too. And then suddenly we have we tap everything, we zero the account again, we're starting over. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't wanna do that. She was and I understand that, that I'm fine with that. So I was like, we'll see. <laughs> she wants she well, I was like, well I was like, well plus I've told you I can't add you to the account anyway. She's like why not? What's going on? I'm like, I told you, like, I we have to, like, we have to both physically go in there. I can't just add you to the account. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. We, well, then we can probably go up there Monday. I'm like, oh, maybe. I was like, I'm like, if she doesn't recommend it, I, if she doesn't suggest it, I ain't gonna be like, she might ask about it later on the week, like, why didn't we go up there? You didn't say anything. I'm like, I'm not gonna suggest it. You know, I don't want to make it a joint account. <laughs> I was like, I'd rather just leave it as is because out of sight, out of mind. You know, but she wants to be on there and stuff. I'm like, okay. I'm like, but, you know, especially because if I'm the main one that's going to be saving in there, you know. Like, we'll see. Like, if she actually, you know, ends up putting money in there too, but if it's just me and I'm letting it grow every week and it gets to a point where it's like, it's 10 grand. Oh, we got, let's tap it. We have this. I'm like, ah, uh-uh, no. If I have a little bit of a fight, I'll be like, look, I'm the only one that's been putting money in there. Even though, yes, everything's joint money, but, you know, I get paid and put in there. So, like, no, we're not just happening. We're, we're leaving it alone. Like, we're going to wait a few days till we get paid again. It's fine. It's not a dire emergency. So, try to move forward that that way, too, because, uh, you know, thankfully that savings account, it's grown slightly since I've had it. It's like a little bit more to put in there, even though part of the argument was I was like, you know, I had that extra day last week and I had 300 that I was going to put into that account or at least 200 and saving 100 and checking to let them both grow. I was like, but then you tell me I, we need another 400 to rent and I'm like, well, fuck. So I was like, well, then I've been paying a half payment to your car every week to try to pay the balance down <laughs> because her car's a little, her car's really past due. And, you know, that was part of the fight too. You know? 
then I'm focused more on my car than hers. I'm like, yeah, because like, if I miss a payment on mine, I, I hear about it almost like instantly. Like the next day I'm getting a call like, hey, your payment didn't go through. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I probably won't get very far before they try to repossess. So I, I make sure that my payments go through versus like the regular finance bank, you know, lose it, you have a payment that, or if you're behind, you have to get behind like three, it's like 80 or 90 days before you start being at risk for, or really being at risk at uh, a repossession. So yeah, I haven't been as worried about her car. And of course I'm like, yeah, but part of that is, you know, it's your car. Like, why do I have to worry about both cars? You know? I was like, it shouldn't be me, you know, trying to make sure both things are paid. It should be, you know, like, talk about, you know, we, we want to be on the same page and we want to sit down and do a budget. But I was like, but I know that right now, being the way the finances are because of me being the major breadwinner, it's going to be on, it's going to be mostly on me anyway. So the conversation is basically be like, well, here's the budget. Okay, well, I'm paying all that anyway. So. <laughs> and I know sometimes, some, I know eventually sometime things will change probably things will get better you know part of the problem was we had uh, both our paychecks go into one account and I would wait until like, I would stay up and wait until like 4am 3 or 4 in the morning Friday morning until the paycheck hit so that way I get alright cool the paycheck's in the bank awesome you know both our checks and uh, I would go online I'd pay Renner Center I'd pay a car payment needed to be paid. I'd move money over to my cash app to get my truck payment paid. Because it would run, it runs automatically Friday mornings. And, uh, you know, and then whatever was left after paying, like, a payment towards rent or whatever, it would be like three or four hundred bucks or whatever. I'd move that over to, send that over to my wife. You know, be like, all right, here's like 350, 400, you know, for like gas, groceries, whatever you want to do, you know. I was like, I already got everything I need. Uh, other bills have been paid. They, you know, just say, all right, cool. I don't know. Finance, I guess there's a reason why they say financial, financial issues are one of the bleeding causes of divorces. Makes sense, you know, because it's probably, probably, you know, one of our bigger fights, you know, but, but oh well, you know, you know how it is, guys. We husbands, we're, we're wrong most of the time. <laughs> but, and you know how they say, like, I've had guys joke around, like, you know how it is, man, my money is her money, her money is her money. I'm like, ain't that the damn truth? My wife argued that, though. She's like, no, it's all joint money. I mean, you know, we're all, it doesn't matter if it's coming to one account or the other. It's all joint property. That's why we should be on the same account. You know, there should be no individual, no accounts that we don't have access to. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to spend the savings. Like, my goal is to try to not just get $1,000 in there for the Dave, follow with Dave Ramsey approach. My goal is to go above that, get like six months of expenses, get a year expenses, whatever, and continue to build the checking account. You know, first take care of the, the, the car that has the windows issue and that needs brakes on it as well, and then work on getting my wife's Jeep, the things that need to be you know, fixed up on that car, and then start continue saving that up to go towards like knocking out different debts with the intent of, to work towards being able to get a house. Yeah, basically one of the arguments I had when I was I texted her after I left 
I told her, I was like, look, like, we, like, this, going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, getting paid, being broken the next day. I was like, you know, I was like, and it's going out and saying, well, someday we'll have a house, someday we'll get her food truck. I'm like, this isn't going to work. Like, this isn't working right now. It's not going to work for us. I was like, we could work the next 10 years saying, someday, someday we'll get a food truck for my wife. Someday we'll have our house and we'll still be renting. And I'll be looking back on, I've been saying all this time, you know, I've been wanting to get out of this apartment, pay too much damn rent. And, you know, it's like a lot of, a lot of home stresses, you know, as you guys can tell. But, you know, all we can do is keep moving forward, you know, keep moving back to the topic at hand, you know, all we can do is keep moving forward, and not letting, not letting things break us entirely, and, you know, but, you know, I was telling her, I was like, look, this, 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 this finan- I'm just financially pissed off because, like, I, I work so hard out here, and I know she works hard at her job. But it, it always feels like, I mean, I've always felt like pretty much I was the main one trying to keep us afloat, even though I know she does stuff. And she wants to sit down and do a budget and be like, you know, stre- see what bills can be modified. I'm like, I don't want to stretch out bills any further than I've got Because I've already got them with payment arrangements. And if we stretch them out and pay this one next week instead of this week, that means that next week's bills might be a little bit more... Like then that when I get paid, that means there's more hitting that check than I initially planned, which means it's gonna be tired a week. And I'm going. I don't want to do that because I'd rather pay him on the current schedule to make sure that I'm not like stretching myself in or whatever. But I'm sure we'll have that conversation. I already have a plan in my head. Like I'm gonna take out a sheet of paper and start di- drawing a little diagram. Like, look, all right. So we have, let's say, these five bills, and you know these. Like, these two are, like, paid every two weeks, but these ones are weekly, and if I don't pay, like, my truck payment one week, that means I pay double the next week. Yeah, that would suck. So instead of paying 225 one week, I'd pay 450 the next. I'm like, yeah, I try not to do that because, ah, it's, hey, that's another 225 bucks. Yes, guys, my pay, my, my bi-weekly payment is technically 400 when I got my truck, I said, can I break that down into weekly payments? Can I pay 200 every Friday? Like, yeah, absolutely. Because cool. I was like, that makes things a little easier for me. Because that way, because um, that way, I, uh, I'm not putting out 400 every two weeks. It's just a little bit less going out. And they're like, that's fine. So there's a method to my madness. And my truck is within less than a year of being paid off. So we've been making progress and stuff, and I try, try to argue like, yeah, but if we, part of why I took control of all that is because I want things to get paid off. I don't want to just, hey, we'll just pay this one, and we'll just try to like, you know, we'll not pay so-and-so this week, and we'll pay them next week, or we'll pay them in a couple weeks. I'm like, yeah, but then the, the balance grows, and then before we know it, we're getting shut off, and we don't have to fall down. Like, I don't want to get there. I'm trying to stay on top of that. <laughs> so we'll see how the conversation goes for sure, you know, but dude that's when you gotta submit barricade on one side and there's a submit barricade on the other side i guess the sensor thought i was gonna run into something i'm like i'm not going or you go under a bridge and you get a i'm like apparently hit a ghost here because <laughs> i was like there's nothing in front of me i don't know what's going on but oh well so anyway guys you know how it is guys like i mean it relationships are hard guys you know 
I'm sure a lot of you are aware, you know, it's like, there's all, like, unless both of you are financial nerds and savers or whatever, if one of you is more of a spender and the other one's a saver, because, I mean, my wife, literally, the way she, and there's nothing wrong with it, but the way she's always been is if there's money available, then and there's something that has to get done, like, you know, for instance, oh, we the, the we need this at the apartment, or the girls need this, we need this for the cats, and yet there's money available, she'll use it. And I, part of the, the conversation up on the phone today when I was trying to explain to her, she's like, like, yeah, but like, I, I, like you were gone for, for for years over the road, and like I was home alone or whatever, and like I had to take. That's why I wanted everything to go to a joint so I could take care of stuff at home. And I'm like, yeah, but love. One of the things that I don't want to get back to is when I was over the road, I was starving half the time because I would get paid, and like I, not even the next day I would go to try to buy some food at a store at one of the truck stops, and my card would decline. And I would log in there, there'd be like two bucks in the account, and I'm like, so I was eating like two to lunches, you know, eat some peanut butter sandwiches, ramen noodles, and I was like, so I was starving at the time, because you were spending all the money at home, yes, you were paying the bills, but you are ordering takeout, it's been like, I mean, when I order pizza, guys, I'm, I'm cheap, like, I mean, I try to, with them, pretty much with everything, I'm trying to get the best deal, because I figure I want to make the money stretch. So I order Domino's, love Domino's. Heck, if I can get sponsored on this podcast by Domino's, I'd be like, cool, awesome. I would advertise for them. Like, guys, make sure to log on, create an account with Domino's, get your free, free pizza profile. And after so many points, you get a free pizza, blah, blah, blah. They're amazing guys. Try the pizza. Maybe they'll hear this podcast. Maybe they'll actually get a call. Like, hey, I want to actually like, sponsor you. You know, pay you money to have Oh, cool, awesome. I don't think it's going to happen. It's like, now that we're on episode 50, guys, now, now I gotta actively start, because I've been telling myself the entire time, all these episodes, that I was going to, after having 50 episodes, that I would start, one, I would start probably saying, I would uh, mention it, I'd start mentioning my podcast a little bit online, but, um, you know, like on my social media and whatnot, but then also I would... Um, actively start trying to figure out how I go about, you know, monetizing this uh, the show. I know it's possible, but like with my current host, it has a couple different options, like tips and some other stuff. And I'm going, yeah, but how the hell does that work? If they're listening to my show from iHeartRadio or Spotify. I don't think it pops up saying, you want to tip this podcast host. I'm like, ah, I mean, I wouldn't complain. You know, I mean, if there's anyone out there, you guys listen to the the show on a regular basis, and you like what you hear, and you wanna you wanna support it, you know, feel free to drop me an email or whatever, and I can I can definitely shoot you a PayPal address, you know, for you to support the show. You know, like all donations would be appreciated, all tips rather. You know. But I'm trying to figure out, you know, how people do the. They have random advertisements, not necessarily ones that I would randomly talk about. Something like, like, this is brought to you by so and so. Like, so and so does such and such a great deal. Blah blah blah. I don't really want to do the advertisements. I'm kind of curious how I get other advertisements on here, but you know, I'm growing. You know, it's a learn and grow process. I'm gonna try to see what I can figure out. You know, but but anyway, guys, 
really appreciate you guys being here. I apologize that this has gone so long. I kind of rambled a little bit, you know, a little bit about my personal life with the, the wife or whatever, you know. Like I said, guys, it's all about keeping it real with you, you know. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate, you know, guys and girls, you know. If you're, you know, well, the major breadwinners of the house or whatever, and you have, you're taking care of everything. It's not that I don't want to sit down with her and talk to her. It's just that I'm kind of worried about, like, because, I, you know, I've always had the impression that her money is her money and my money is her money. And that she wants control of hers, but she also wants to say, and where mine goes. And I know everything's joint. It's not mine or hers. It's ours. I know. But, you know, in order to get ahead in life, like to get her house, to get her food truck, what that truck was trying to tell her was it's going to require money. And if we never save, and if we just basically work and spend, you know, work and basically pay the bills and the broke, work and pay the bills broke, work and pay the bills broke. I was like, we're going to be working for the next, we're going to be working for the rest of our life and probably be renting. Say, well, I wish we could have bought a house like 20 years ago. I'm like, I don't want to get to that point. Like, I hate renting now. Like, and I, you know, I know that, you know, we've been renting this long, rent goes up every year. We don't get anything extra out of it. Like, any, like we, we have never gotten ceiling fans or we've never fixed our windows because our windows have never really fully sealed. So like during the winter and summer, literally it's like our electric bill kind of skyrockets. But we can't do anything about it because it's not our place, you know. We're just tenants. <laughs> so I'm trying to work out, trying to figure out how to, I'm trying to move us forward, you know. And I know it'd be better if we could both both move forward, like together on the same page, but I worry about us not being able to. You know, like her just wanting access to the account, and then once there's like five or ten thousand in there, we have a, a tight week, it's gonna be, hey, well, can we tap savings for this? Ah, uh, no. I was like, that money we're supposed to try to grow that so that we plan for you know. I look forward to basically I'm envisioning a day when we have enough in there that would basically support us for like two years or three years. You know, and basically just in case, so like if, if another COVID happens and we have to be off or whatever, which as a trucker, I wouldn't have to because, you know, we're kind of, what do they call those? Uh, not vital, vital workers. It's the, I can't remember what the term was. You know, the people that had, that had to work, like grocery store workers, truckers, uh, People, people work at the gas stations, you know, um, you know, essential workers. There you go. That's what I was thinking. So, you know, being an essential worker, but I want to get to a point where we're like, you know what? If something happens right now and we're both out of work for like the next year, we're, we're okay. You know, that's where I want to, you know, but I don't plan to get to that point, but I want to at least have that, you know, nest egg to fall back on in case, you know. I don't want it to get to a couple thousand and then because, well, we have a tight week, let's go ahead and tap savings real quick and we'll just, we'll just re-save again. Like, no, I don't want to do that. But anyway, y'all, I think that's going to be it for tonight. I'm starting to, uh, starting to feel it in the throat a little bit because of the, you know, it's been scratchy with this cold or whatever. And that's why I was like, am I going to be able to do these episodes, these next two episodes with the way my throat feels with the, uh, the cold or whatever. But I was like, yeah, I better still try to do them. So, but didn't mean to go this long, so I apologize. So hope I kept you guys somewhat entertained this this podcast episode. 
again, guys, thank you for joining me on episode 50. It's a good milestone. Uh, time to start, you know, putting the word out there. Let, you know, like and, like and follow, you know, let your friends know. Share it on social media, you know. Let's get, get this, uh, ep- this, get this podcast a boost. I'm going to start, uh, once, once these uh, episodes post, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll start, you know, saying stuff online about it myself. Get more downloads, get more people, more active listeners and all that, you know. And uh, start figuring out how to, what I have to do to monetize or whatever. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting journey, you know, especially because I don't have a lot of time. So it's usually when I'm off and I'm trying to research online, like, what do I do? How do I do it? How do I get advertisements on my podcast? And basically I'm like, when I do it, are they going to go back? Are this going to go all the way back to episode one? Or is it going to start like on that next episode? So like if I start it right now, would it be on episode 51 when the advertisements start? I don't know how it works. I'm all, I'm new with it, you know, the whole thing. So, but anyway, guys, keep pushing forward. Keep leaving, you know, never quit. Um, you know, do what you gotta do. You know, part of what I do every week is I actually have you know I select my own numbers and I you know I do these uh, do lottery tickets every week. I know some people are like, oh, I'm never gonna win, so what's the point? Like, well, you're never gonna win if you don't play. And I, the way I refer to them with my wife, I call them the hope tickets. Because I tell her, I'm like, look, I was like, I gotta have hope for the future. I gotta have, that's why part of why I do the podcast. I know I'm gonna try to monetize it. You know, maybe I'll eventually be a full-time, full-time podcast host, you know. You know, be working from home entirely. But I was like, you gotta have hope. You gotta be doing something, um, you know, gives you hope for the future. Uh, gives you hope things are gonna get better. Because if you're just going to work, doing your job, paying your bills, coming home, and you're not doing anything to try to like plan for the future, like saving money to work for retirement. <laughs> um, you know, working on a side gig to try to make to try to, you know, build some, some money on the side. Anything guys. Like you gotta do something. You gotta do something to to give yourself that hope. Otherwise like what's the point of any of it, right? So I've, I've joked around with a friend. I was like, look, if I don't have hope, then I was like, my wife and I might as well just get divorced now because I was like, I don't want to do, I don't want to be living like this the rest of my life. Doing what I currently do, bringing in as much money as I bring in, but always broke because basically there's always things that you need to get paid. And we're never saving anything because, well, we got to pay these bills. Then if there's anything left over, we'll save. No, no, no. Dave Ramsey says you should pay yourself first. And then you should, uh, uh, basically, you should write out all your bills whenever you get your check. Explain your check on paper is what you talked about. And when you get to the where you run out of money, you draw a line. And then any bills that you didn't, that didn't include it yet, you write those below the line. And if they call and hey, I need to I'm trying to uh, attempt to collect the debt, you can be like, sorry, man, this week you're below the line. I haven't done that in a while, but I do it mentally. You know, where I'm like, I know certain bills that I have to pay every week. I try to do it, you know, I pay those bills every week, the ones that aren't going to let me get, that they're not going to let me skip a payment because I'll hear about it really good, or like hear about it pretty quick. So, but anyway, you know, I'll quit rambling since we're got like 100, one hour and 15 minutes so far. So on that note, guys, if you're new to this podcast, feel free to like and follow. It's not often do 
you know, I, I know I was saying for a while, go back to episode one and catch up, but we're 50 episodes in, so yeah, if you're brand new, you got a lot of you got a lot of catching up to do if you want to. Otherwise, you know what I say. Welcome aboard. So anyway, guys, I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in with me and being a part of this journey with me, and I look forward to talking to you guys again on episode 51.